It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Panthers special teams unit went from one of the worst in the NFL to one of the more reliable last year. Can they take that next step to help the Panthers get to the playoffs in 2023? I'll tell you right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for one final time as we are back to your team every day. Our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network in season mode starts on Monday, as we'll be nine days away from training camp. A couple teams starting off training camp next week. The Panthers aren't, but it doesn't matter. I'll be back all next week to preview training camp and the season ahead as the last couple of weeks we've been doing position evaluations. We'll, now start, we'll start talking about some camp battles, some other things heading into training camp down there in Spartanburg, South Carolina, on the campus of Wofford College next week as we'll be back to Monday through Friday's show. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council. We're next Friday. This is the final Friday for a long time without the weekly Friday mailbag. Next Friday, the weekly Friday mailbag is back here on Locked On Panthers. Either at me or DM me over on Twitter at Julian Council to get those questions into me. Now, your only chance to ask me a weekly Friday mailbag question, at least your last chance, rather, to ask me a weekly Friday mailbag question before training camp gets underway down there at Wofford. We've talked about the offense. We have talked about defense, and now it is time to talk about special teams, the third phase. And we should know, hopefully in Carolina, just how important special teams are. Because we have seen multiple times throughout the history of this franchise, um, most notably uh, what happened at Super Bowl that one time, but really in recent years, the kickers, how important special teams are and how you can lose a game because a kicker is not reliable. Now, that has not been the case over the last couple of seasons. It was not the case last year because of steady Eddie Pinheiro. Eddie DeNero here in Carolina was fantastic for the Panthers because he was so good. The Panthers decided to choose him over Zane Gonzalez, rewarding him with a two-year $4.1 million contract with $2.25 million fully guaranteed. Really only saying, as we talked to you before, look at the guaranteed money not the full contract, to tell you how long he's actually here. Eddie has one year to prove that he is the guy worth investing in long-term here in Carolina, but was fantastic for the Carolina Panthers last season in 2022, making 33 of 35 field goals at a long of 54. That's good for 94.3% of field goals made. Extra points, he was 30 of 32. That's 30, or sorry, 93.8% of his field goals that he made. And you look at the 94.3% percentage of his field goals that he made, that was the best in the NFL among kickers who appeared in every single game. Technically, 
Cameron Dicker, who played in 11 games, had the highest percentage at 95%, but he only played again in 11 games, where Eddie played in every single game last year. And you look at the Panthers, because Dicker played on multiple teams. You look at the Panthers, they actually had the highest percentage of field goals made last year in the NFL, thanks to Eddie Dinero. And if you look at it too, they just call him De Niro, but Pinero, Eddie Pinero. Uh, but De Niro also works. That's his uh, nickname. His, it was the best kicking year for a Panthers kicker since Graham Gano, Graham Gano back in 2018, who made 96.7% of field goals and 91.9% of extra points. So last year, of course, Eddie was 94.3%. Graham was 96.7% field goal made back in 2028 or 2018. Good Lord. Um, and then... 93.8% Eddie made extra points. Graham made 91.9%. I believe Graham only missed one field goal that year in 2018. The last year he was healthy in Carolina and 19 wasn't healthy. Um, and then we saw what all that kind of happened. So Graham Gano, their best kicking season um, for a Panther since Graham Gano for Eddie Pinheiro last year. And if you really look at recent Panthers kickers, because it's big, it's been an issue. Just having guys who have been consistent, and guys who have stayed healthy. And Pinheiro has had his own injury issues in the past, but did not have that last year in Carolina, which I think is the main reason why he's here, aside from the fact that he was a really good kicker for the Panthers. Uh, but recent Panthers kickers, 2021, Zane Gonzalez of the Panthers uh, got off the street after having Joey Sly and Ryan, Ryan Santozo and the, the whole kick traversy and those guys going at it and Santozo clanking in at 50-yarder and winning the job, but then showing that uh, he's actually not a good kicker, so let's get rid of him and be able to hold on to that draft pick that was uh, conditional. And then they decided, let's sign Zane Gonzalez. And Zane Gonzalez came out and was a really good kicker for the Panthers. It was uh, 2022 on field goals made. Had a long of 57, 90.9% uh, uh, on the season there, only missing two. Then extra points, he was 22 of 23, which is 95.7%. So really good. Only missed three kicks on the year. Two, two field goals, one extra point. But he did slip on that slippery, snowy, frozen turf there in Buffalo and missed the final four games of the season and had Brandon Zilster out there kicking field goals. And then, or not field goals, but kicking off. And then we saw last year against Buffalo, rainy field turf. And that's something the players are not a fan of, but David Tepper doesn't care. Uh, he went out there, he slipped and hurt his groin, hamstring again, missed the rest of the season, and that turned out to be his career in Carolina as he was not reliable. And Pinheiro also had a history with Chris Tabor, the special teams coordinator here in Carolina, and they decided to keep Eddie instead of take a kicker who for two straight seasons had injury issues and missed some time, but were able to trade Zay Gonzalez, which I think is good for the Carolina Panthers to at least get something for him because I do think he's a good kicker. The uh, issue is he has not been able to stay healthy the last two seasons. 2020? Joey Sly, oh boy, not great. Remember all those times where Matt Rule was just trotting out Joey Sly for those comically long extra points, or not, uh, sorry, field goals? Well, he was 29 of 36 that year, one for six from 50 plus, and a lot of those reasonably, he wasn't going to make those, did out of the long of 56. Extra points, um, 33 of 36, so made 91.7% of those, only made 80% of his field goals, but five of those misses, of his five of his seven misses were from 50-plus, and a lot of them had no shot in hell making those. Think about the Saints game. Like, what are we doing here, man? Just crazy stuff. But Teddy also can't take a sack in that situation. Offensive line needs to do better. But Joey Sly wasn't good for the Panthers, and the Panthers should have known. And that's the thing about it, too. Graham Gano, he came out and later told people that Ryan Vermillion, who ran into some issues – uh, with the law, he was a former trainer under Ron Rivera, followed Ron to Washington with the football team, now commanders. He kind of misdiagnosed Graham because Graham 
didn't know that he needed surgery and he still tried to kick on his leg and then he ended up missing an entire season because of all of that because the Panthers trainer, Ryan Vermillion, uh, misdiagnosed him. So then Graham comes back healthy and what do you know? He's not missing a field goal in New York with Dave Gettleman. And that's the guy who could have been here. But Matt Rule, for whatever reason, wouldn't even give him a chance to try out, which is weird. Because you look at the year before, it wasn't like Joey Sly was great in 2019 where he was 25 at 32, had a long 54. That's 78%. Not good. Then he missed four extra points. It's 31 to 35. That's 88%. You remember the Saints game. It's not like Graham Gano didn't cost Panthers games in the past as well. You remember the Saints game, especially that one single-handedly. Joey Sly, what are you doing, buddy? So Joey Sly was not good in 19. So I don't understand why Rule ever brought him back in 2020, when, especially if he didn't even why he didn't even give Graham Gano a chance to kick and to show him what he could do. Graham Gano went out there, and he uh, made Rule pay for it week two of last season, and he made Rule into a fool, which I think a lot of y'all already feel that way. Anyways, as far as his coaching ability, now, yes, Pinheiro did have an incident week eight last year against the Falcons where he missed the field goal, missed the extra point. Now, the field goal, you can't miss that. The extra point, DJ Moore, keep your helmet on. That was boneheaded. Whatever the rules say, just you, you act like you've been there before. But of course, you had never been there before. So I understand the emotion. You don't want to take the emotion out of the game. You, you know, you can't take your field off, your helmet off in the field of play. Whether it was on the field of play, technically or not, just don't do it. Worked out to the point where it didn't work out to the point where the Panthers lose that game. But after that, did not miss a field goal the rest of the year. It was 19 of 19. Matter of fact, didn't miss a kick, period. He did miss an extra point a couple weeks later, but did not miss a kick, period, in the final seven games where he was 15 of 15 on field goals and 14 of 14 on extra points. And hopefully now the Panthers have a long-term option at kicker with Eddie Pinheiro, who was really good for them last year. Steady Eddie, as I'm going to like to call him. The only other full season he had, though, was in 2019 in Chicago, and that's the Chris Tabor connection, where he was 23 of 28, long of 53, made 82% of his kicks, was 27 of 29 extra point, 93.1%. Missed all of 2020 with a groin injury. Then played a little bit for the Jets the final five games of the season in 2021 where he was 8 of 8 on field goals and 9 of 10 on extra points. So if you exclude really what he did his first year out of Florida in the NFL, he's been phenomenal when healthy in 21 and 22. Combining the last two years, Eddie Pinheiro is 41 of 43 from field goal range with 95.3% makes. That's 39 of 42 extra points. That's 92.9%. He has been one of the best kickers in the NFL the last two seasons, and now he's here in Carolina. And if he does the same thing he did last year, keeps up those numbers, doesn't cost him a game, I do expect him to be able to be here long-term as a Carolina Panthers kicker, and that would be great to finally have that position filled and have a player as good as Eddie Pinheiro playing kicker here in Carolina. So you don't have any questions about Steady Eddie, but we do have questions about who's going to be the returners here in Carolina. Who's going to return kicks? Who's going to return punts? And with the new rule changes, does it even matter? We'll get into it in just a moment here on Locked On Panthers. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So draft prep underway for the upcoming season. Let's see who Vinny has picked out for us this week. eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. And of course, no surprise, he's taking Justin Jefferson, an absolute monster with 
with the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson is one of the first wide receivers we've seen to beat any running back as the first overall pick on this year's fantasy draft board with an outstanding quarterback in Kirk Cousins and an easy schedule for the first half of the season. Not counting the Panthers game, of course. Jefferson is going to be a lock for every fantasy lineup. Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure to ri your rides run smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, trucks, you name it, eBay Motors has it, and it'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with ebay guaranteed fit everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away for the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle just look for the green check get the right parts the right fit and the right prices at ebaymotors.com let's ride ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. For whatever reason, the NFL does not care about the return game. And it's all in the guise of player safety. It's never going to be possible to make football a inherently dangerous game safe, but they want to get rid of certain collisions that occur on kickoff. So the NFL owners this offseason decided to approve a resolution that allows players a fair catch on kickoffs with the resulting possession beginning at the team's own 25-yard line. That is a rule that has been in college football the last couple of seasons. And personally, if I was a college football coach, I would never have my players return kicks. I would rather them just go ahead and fair catch and take the ball at 25 not for their own safety, just because I don't want a boneheaded college kid doing something stupid and costing his field position. Because I'm telling you, you return it, you damn well get to better to get to the 25. And I imagine this year, special teams coordinators who are largely against it because it's basically making their jobs obsolete um, will probably also be saying, hey, if you're going to return it, you better damn well get past the 25. So that's the rule. The rule specifically um, specifies that. Fair catch off a free kick, safety or kickoff must occur between or behind the team's 25-yard line in order for the ball to be placed there at the 25-yard line. So as we be behind the 25, so you catch it at the 24, you can fair catch it and get it right there one yard above at the 25. So that is a rule change that now has me wondering if the biggest question about the position group, which is who's going to return kicks, is even all that important for the Carolina Panthers Heading into 2023. Now, looking at last year, the Panthers were 27th in the league in punt return average at 6.4, which is not great. And but they ranked top 10 in the league at 10th in kick return average at 24.1 yards per return. Now, Shy Smith had a lot of opportunities as a punt returner 
in a way, I look at punt returners nowadays, and there were so many years people talk about, oh, wow, we need to get a punt returner. We tried out Ray Ray McLeod here in Carolina. They tried out Shai Smith, tried out some other players. Um, what was it Alex Erickson for one year in Carolina? And it's not like they make that big of an impact nowadays with how good punters are and the hang time and all that kind of stuff. They're basically back there just to catch the football. And you can put anyone back there. And I had said in the past when people were saying, man, we need a more dynamic punt returner, I would tell folks, hey, Chris McCaffrey was really dynamic at Stanford. He's also my most dynamic player in the NFL. But understanding that in the NFL, they don't risk those high value assets in something as uh, frivolous as returning punts. So, you know, there's that. So, Shai Smith got an opportunity last year, returned 23 punts from 143 yards, only 6.2 yards per return. Also had four fumbles last year. That was the issue with Shai, was muffing punts. He kept getting opportunities. Uh, to Steve Wilkes' credit, I guess, he gave the guy a chance, and every time he got a chance, just didn't really do enough to really warrant him getting another opportunity this season to be the punt returner. Now, that's not great for Shai. I would hope that he's been working on that because that is going to be how he gets on the roster is via special teams, so more so as the guy who really just fields the punt. Don't need to run it, but field it, and if you get an opportunity, try and do something with it more than you did last year where he only averaged 6.2 yards per return, which was below the Panthers' overall team average at 6.4. Now, DeBeer Bird is also here in Carolina, uh, started off his career in Carolina. He's been in Arizona. He's been in New England. He was last year um, in Atlanta, now he's here, has not been much of a returner in his career, so I don't know if he's someone that we should expect to get an opportunity to return. Uh, 15 career kick returns and in 15 or 14 career punt returns, so 29 career returns as far as kicks and punts um, overall. Don't see him being that big of an option, but he may need to be uh, more of a special teams uh, ace for the Panthers if he wants to make this roster as wide receiver has been completely uh, rebuilt, I would think you would have a better chance to make the roster now than Shai Smith would. Uh, some Gamecock on Gamecock crime. Okay, Marquez Stevenson was drafted by the Bills in the sixth round out of Houston a couple years ago in 2021 in Buffalo. He had 14 punt returns for 132 yards, which is a 9.4 average, and then had seven kick returns for 165 yards, which is a 23.6 return average. Pretty good. And the way for him to make the roster – kind of like Smith, is also by returning to football. Now, he is a kick returner and a punt returner, and I would give him more of an opportunity to make the roster coming into the season, probably than Chai Smith, especially when it's a new coaching staff. Tabor has seen him before and probably was instrumental in signing Marquez Stevenson to the roster. I think that he would have a chance to make the roster over Chai Smith at this point in time because he has the ability to return kicks and punts, and the Panthers are looking for someone to be able to do that. Now, it could be just fair catching, and you need to have a designated fair catcher. And if that's the case, then you probably I'm, – I'm sure there's going to be one team out there in the NFL this year that's just going to say, forget trying to return anything, just go back there, catch the football. They're going to have one guy on the roster who's just going to be the designated fair catcher. I think the Panthers are going to want to get more out of it, especially in the punt return game, which they didn't get a lot of it last year, again, being 27 in the league. They're still going to want to return kicks. Um, a punt return, they can get something out of it from Marquez Stevenson – going into the uh, preseason, then he can make the roster. Raheem Blackshear, who could have a bigger role at running back going into the season. He was one player that Frank Reich uh, accidentally talked glowingly about when speaking to the media a couple weeks ago. Uh, he had 19 kick returns for, 100, for 513 yards last year, which is good for 27 yards per return. And for whatever reason, when I was looking at pro football reference, that did not qualify um, for enough returns 
but had it were qualified, he would have been fourth in the league in kick return average. So, yeah, Raheem Blackshear on the roster, not only as a running back, but as a kick returner. And if Marquez Stevenson is on the other side, you're probably good there in that situation. C.J. Saunders, a rule favorite who never made the roster but was a practice squad guy, will get a chance to return punts as well. Could be the designated fair catcher for punts. Or maybe someone who could do something with it. Ohio State Buckeye. So we'll see what happens with that. Then Chuba Hubbard also has returned kicks in the past. Had fumble problems. And that's part of the reason why he hasn't returned a lot of them. He's only returned six in his career. But I still feel like he'll be fine as the number two running back here in Carolina. So there are some options there as returners. With the rule changes, probably does not matter all that much. I would be telling guys, just fair catch it. Get to the 25. Don't know that's going to be what Chris Tabor is going to want to do. Uh, but we'll see how it works out. But it does feel like Stevenson and Blackshear are the two guys that will likely be the returners here in Carolina. Bird, Smith, not quite sure, especially for Bird, what kind of role they're expecting him to play going into the season. So there's a look at the returners. Let's take a look at the rest of the position group. We already know who the top three guys are as far as your long snapper, your punter, and your kicker. But who's some of the core special teamers the Carolina Panthers are going to use here in 2023? We'll get into that in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Continuity, continuity, continuity. Something I talk about when talking about the offensive line. It's also good to have that with your battery. In special teams, you have your punter, Johnny Hecker, back who, if you looked at his numbers, which I did before recording the show, he punted just as well last year as he did during his former All-Pro seasons with the Rams. Had a career-best 48.5 yards per punt. Now, that's not his net average, but the net average was still pretty good. He had his career-best uh, punt yards per punt, or for yards per punt, if I can talk, um, at 48.5, which is really good. And overall, like his... Touchbacks had 39 of them. Not sorry, he had inside the 20, had 39 of them. Hecker was really good in Carolina. I know I did a poor job of that. Um, just trying <laughs> to take behind things. I've been recording a bunch of shows in a row, so I could be off on vacation. So I recorded like three shows today. So that's why I'm wearing down, but you probably don't care and you may not have even listened this far, anyways. But Johnny Hecker, uh, career best 48 and a half yards per punt last season. JJ Jansen, forever back again in Carolina, along his tenured Panther, has played in 226 games dating back to the 2009 season. And of course, Eddie Pinheiro, Eddie De Niro, steady Eddie back here as the Panthers starting kicker in 2023. So you know who those three guys are. We talked about the returners. Who are some of those core special teams players that we'll see in Carolina this upcoming season? Well, one of them is Sam Franklin, a rule guy who has a chance to maybe get on the field a little bit more at safety this upcoming season. Last season, another year where he was awesome on special teams for the Panthers, played in 
played 359 special team snaps at 76% of the special team snaps available in the games he played. Gio Ritchie, who I do believe will be on the roster and I do think could actually help the Panthers at tight end if they're looking for another pass catcher. He played 287 special team snaps last year. That's 54.78% of the special team snaps available in the games that he played. Chandler Wooten out of Auburn, who will also likely be on the roster this year. Byway special team became a core special teamer in nine games he played last year, playing in 145 special team snap. And then the Panthers, of course, over the last couple of years, Stan Thomas Oliver made the roster as a seventh round rookie out of Florida International. Byway special teams, he has improved that corner, and there was a need for depth at outside corner. Might not have the stereo, the prototypical size that you're looking for there at outside corner under Scott Fitter, the general manager in Carolina. But the Panthers can't really be all that picky at this point in time considering the issues they have with guys like C.J. Henderson and Keith Taylor when Dante Jackson and J.C. Horn have gotten down, have gone down. So have an opportunity this year, but he'll still be back as a special teams ace for the Carolina Panthers. Then Kamu Gruyere-Hill at linebacker, the man who's going to be the lead back up there at inside linebacker, played a ton of linebacker last year when he was traded to Houston, but before that in Arizona was a, score, was a core special teamer. Expecting to play a lot of special teams this year in Carolina will also have the opportunity to play at inside linebacker if needed going into 2023. So Johnny Hecker's back, Jansen's back, Pinero's back to form a pretty solid trio there, that battery there um, here for the Carolina Panthers with your special teams. And you have your core special teamers and then TBD on who's going to return. But it may not matter all that much. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Pages Podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, y'all subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council, where next Friday, the weekly Friday mailbag is back, either at me or DM me to get those questions into me. Now, starting on Monday, we are back to your team every day we are in season mode counting down the training camp on the 26th it'll be a nine-day countdown starting on monday morning when you listen to the show but in the meantime be safe be happy be whole as always keep pounding and i'll talk to y'all on monday hey prime members you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.